Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the very first movie review on the PJs and Wine channel, where we offer you the finest of the fine arts, movies, television, theater, and digital content on the internet. The first movie of 2018 that we will be reviewing on this channel, as you can see from the title, whether you're listening on the podcast or if you're watching us on the YouTube channel, is The Post, the recent Steven Spielberg movie, possible Oscar contender for Best Picture, Best Director, and for the Best Actress and Actor categories for Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep, respectively. So today we're going to be answering the question, is it worth watching? Because that's what we all want to know. The MLK holiday weekend is over. And for those of you that are wondering, did a lot of people go to see this? Yes and no. Jumanji ended up beating out the post. And so it didn't get to number one in the box office. But we don't care about the box office here on PJs and Wine. We don't care about the money at all. Even though it was ranked number two, and overall, it made $23 million, which is pretty good for its budget that it has. That's not what we're going to go over. Today, we're going to be going over whether or not it's actually worth it to pay the amount of money that you are willing to pay at whatever movie theater you go to, whether it's a luxury movie theater or whether it's a regular movie theater. I happen to watch this at a luxury movie theater for 20 bucks, And for me, it was absolutely worth it. Oh, by the way, my name is Joe. I forgot to mention that. For those of you new out there that have not watched our previous two episodes from the last couple of weeks, my name is Joe. I am the host of this channel, and everyone else is usually on for the regular PJs and Wine episodes where we talk about old school films. But today is the recent review of The Post. So let's get right into it. The trailer made it seem as if Meryl Streep had a bigger role than it was advertised. It really didn't show until the last 20 minutes of the movie. Throughout most of it, she really is in the background. Tom Hanks carries this movie. So for those of you expecting like a major Meryl Streep performance, while it was great, it's not as memorable as some of her other performances. And I know most of you have probably not seen a lot of Meryl Streep movies. I don't know who out here has seen a lot of her choices from Sophie's Choice or her role as, um, oh, God, what's her name? Margaret Thatcher from 2011. That was the last... Golden, not Golden Globes, but her last Oscar win was her role in that movie. But she hasn't done anything since. Iron Woman, I believe, was the name of the movie. I have not seen it, but from what I've heard, it was pretty good for the role that she played. Tom Hanks, like I said, carried this movie. More so than not. And a lot of it did feature him. He... He just pulled off a very funny role, but it was also very dramatic. Because for those of you that don't 
know the plot of this movie if you didn't see the trailer. Basically, the Washington Post is in shambles. They're losing to the New York Times, their competition. They're constantly getting screwed by them. They always have the best stories, the best headlines. But then they find out that the American government has been lying to the American people for the past 30 years about the Vietnam War. And it's gone through four presidents, Harry Truman, Lyndon Johnson, JFK, and Richard Nixon, and Eisenhower. I must said five presidents. But Richard Nixon is the president during this current period in 1971. This was before Watergate even happened. This was around the time... I want to say, I think a couple of months before that. I'm not too sure, but it was pretty close. And there's a very good uh, point of there, but I'm not going to spoil anything. But for those of you that know your history, you know damn well what happened. So for those of you that don't know about the history of what the Washington Post did, here's what happened. A source that somebody from the Washington Post had was able to find documents that somebody was able to sneak out and make copies of explaining everything that's happened with all the previous presidents during the 30 years that they were trying to do this whole Vietnam War thing. They were able to make copies, and they were going to send it out to these newspapers so that they would publish them and they would expose exactly what's been going on in the government. Richard Nixon put a stop saying – if the New York Times posts anything more than what they have, then they could go to prison for exposing government secrets. And it led to this whole thing about the First Amendment, freedom of the press. It was a pretty big deal back then. So that's what this movie is. They have these documents. They're about ready to publish it. But the Washington Post at the time was about to go – was about to be a publicly traded company. It was a privately traded company. And they were still – and that's what the movie also talks about is they're about to go private to public. Meryl Streep now owns this company. She's the wife of a – she's a widow of somebody that used to run the company. But her husband passed away in an accident, and now she runs the whole thing. It's a family business, and now she's got to handle it. And she's not really good at it, to say the least. She's not – been a very good leader. She's always had to rely on people around her, like her counsel, so to speak, to give her advice on what to do. That's what her character goes through. And now she has to make this big decision about whether or not the Washington Post should put these documents out after the New York Times just got caught and they might go to prison for it. So now she has to make this big decision. Is she willing to go to prison for this? So that's what the movie basically is about. It's basically the press versus the government, pretty much. And it has a lot of tension in it because they build it up and build it up and build it up so well. Steven Spielberg just knows how to grab your attention with drama, with keeping you on your toes, with great acting. He's a genius at it. He's been doing this for so many years now. He's been doing this since the 70s. So roughly about 40 years, he's been able to do something that no other director in their time has been able to do. He has outlived a lot of some of the great directors out there, and he still holds strong. So 
We'll see how he does with Ready Player One when that comes out in March. But getting back to this movie, we have great performance from Tom Hanks. Carries the movie throughout the majority of it. And then Meryl Streep picks up right up. You know how in the Olympics they have the, the sprints where they hand off the baton to somebody else? Tom Hanks pretty much ran most of it and then gave the baton to Meryl Streep for her to just completely dominate the rest of it. That's what this movie showed. Everyone else sort of played a supporting cast. Sarah Paulson from American Horror Story plays Tom Hanks' wife. She really doesn't have much to add. She just has her trailer moment, and then that's it. You have Ed Harris that plays a secret former Secretary of State that pretty much said, no, everything's okay, everything's fine, nothing's going on. And now he's getting exposed for lying. So that's also prominent in this too. It was a great screenplay, great acting. So yes, it is worth going to go see. I will guarantee you, you will probably sit back if you like this type of stuff. If you're into politics, if you're into uh, news, I know a lot of people where I work with in the news business, they really wanted to go see this. It captured a lot of people's attention, considering the fact that now we're living in a time now where finally people are exposing a lot of the stuff that was going on that's been undercover for so long, especially with the whole Me Too movement that's going on right now. The whole sex um, allegations, the sexual abuse allegations that are going on now, finally, that's being exposed. So this kind of sort of blends into it a little bit. You're exposing something that's been going on for so long, and it takes a huge, and it takes a lot of bravery to do it. So I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people went to see this because of that. You're seeing it in the news every single day. So Definitely check it out if you have not yet. It's proven that it's a top 10 contender. It's been in limited release for a while now. They sort of played it slow a little bit, and then finally during this Martin Luther King weekend, holiday weekend, they just went right out of the gate, and they made almost $20 million out of it. It didn't beat Jumanji, but number two is still pretty good. It's certainly done a lot better than movies like Shape of Water, Lady Bird, and Three Billboards. It captured a lot of people's attention. And who knows what it's going to be like going into Oscar season. I mean, we're in Oscar season right now, but the nominations come out next Tuesday. Who knows how many nominations The Post is going to get. Knowing them and their track with Spielberg, it's going to be a lot. I'm telling you that right now. So if you're going to watch the Oscars this year, you might want to check this out before the nominations come out, just so that you have a movie to reference. Because I know a lot of people don't know all the other other possible contenders out there. But you'll definitely know about this one. So thank you all for listening to what I have to say. Overall, I would give it 8 stars out of 10. Definitely a must-see for this year. And since it's the only movie I've seen this year, it's my number one right now. I don't know about everybody else. They might have seen more movies than I have. But the year is still young. we still got 11 more months to go. So we'll see how well The Post holds up for this year. But if you have not checked out the other two episodes that we have covered on Blue Velvet and 
Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Those are about an hour long. This one's a short one, considering that it's a regular movie review. But we go into more analysis than these other two episodes. So definitely check that out if you're a new listener. If you're listening on iTunes or Google Play, those episodes are in the episode listings as well. You could definitely check those out once you're done listening to this. So, as always, I want to thank you guys. And until my next movie review, and until we do PJs and Wine Episode 3, which is on Sunday afternoons, Eastern Standard Time, 3 o'clock is when we do these live. The replays will be added to the iTunes and Google Plays probably a few hours after that. But if you're on YouTube, look up PJs and Wine, and you'll hear live episodes Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Movie reviews will be done. Since this was a holiday, I did it the day before. So I will definitely do a reviews, regular movie reviews on Mondays. That's when you'll get to see regular movie reviews is on Mondays so that I can get all the information. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. And until the next time, enjoy your wine, hopefully in your comfy PJs, and relax for the rest of the day. Bye, everybody.